What is up, everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. And today we've got a guest, a special guest with us, uh, one of my favorite MCs. He's your favorite <laughs> rapper's favorite rapper uh, from London. We've got none other than Esso with us. How you doing, bro? What is up? What is up? Shaping the Culture, you know, you got to Ebenezer decided, you know, he was going to bless me with it. So if you see yeah. him, ask him where yours is. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> Divert your energy to him. You hey, know what I'm saying? Come on over this way. Uh, we actually mm-hmm. sold out, so we're going to have to wait for yeah. the drop. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. But I'm good, man. I'm um. We're talking, we're talking offline about, you know, just some some adult stuff, you know, trying to align some passport stuff, things of that nature, you know, being a dad, yeah. that kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? For sure. I love to see yeah. it. Well, people might be tuning in online and they don't know, they might not know that we uh, had you come out to Minneapolis um, for our second year anniversary at Parenting Church. And uh, you shut it down. You shut that concert mm. down. It's such a good <laughs> time. You made you made some non-believers of believers. Some believers. That's good. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, I think um, I think with concerts, one of my main things is to you know never allow for spectators or you know because I, I think that some sometimes oh we don't know what this type of music is so we're not really going to engage. Yeah. Uh, but it's a concert, you know. So if you've come out. You know, you spent time to leave your home, to yeah. come into the auditorium, whatever. You're gonna, we're gonna give you uh, a show. We're gonna give you a good time. You're gonna enjoy yourself. You're gonna hear the gospel. You're gonna hear truth. You're gonna be encouraged, um, and then hopefully, you know, you, you you build relationship with people that you didn't know, and you now have a common unity. Um, so it was good, man. It was definitely like really refreshing to come and celebrate uh, two years with you. Um, but it's not like a small feat, uh, you know. I think about when you guys started the pandemic immediately, you know? Yeah. And so you've got to, you've kind of had to like work through that and wrestle through that. So yeah, it's been encouraging, man. Like Parazim, love, 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 love you guys. Hopefully I'll be back soon. You know, you got to talk to your lead pastor, you know, see what he says. I don't know, is he in the room? I don't know, wherever he's at, <laughs> deal with him. We'll, we'll definitely be bringing you back, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's such yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah. And uh, it was yeah. special to us to have you celebrate two years. Like you said, um, really made it because of the grace and faithfulness of God. Had to really navigate tough, tough seasons with the pandemic and George Floyd. And there were so many reasons mm. to shut down, you know, uh, in Minneapolis. But by God's doing, we remain. And to have you come and celebrate that was such a good time. Yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah, while you were out here, we just had some fire conversations, bro. I kind of miss <laughs> hanging out, eating good food and having good conversations. So I was like, come on, come let's, on. let's bring him on the podcast and do a little version. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, so I think, you know, thankfully, you know, we, we were able to bring my wife and my kid. And my wife is a really good navigator of conversations and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, when she starts talking, I'm talking and then I'm like, talk for like 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying? Then you get Ebenezer in this, this spill mode. And so yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had a, a lot of good conversations about new projects, yeah. state of Christian hip hop, yeah. um, prayer, the effectiveness of prayer and, you know, faith and aligning, you know, aligning those things together. It was, it was, yeah, I mean, it was very, very good. It's always, I think for me, when you, when you find someone or a group of people who kind of have a common commonality with you, yeah. um, those, convers- those conversations are, 
are easier to have. Yeah. Um, actually, it's one of the beautiful things about being in the faith because Ebenezer and I, we've never met each other before. Like, it's not like something that yeah. you know, I've never seen him in life, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like I knew him, you know what I'm saying? It's like I've known him for 10 years, the conversations that we were having, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's just something like banging about like when Christian faith is yeah. in effect and effective. Like you see those barriers breaking down where it's like culture doesn't mean anything. You actually mm -hmm. want to experience culture. You know? So he took us out to get some, you know, Ethiopian food and stuff like that. So like, but you're on the experiencing culture, but you're still like under the umbrella of faith, you know? So you can think about like if, if I wasn't a Christian or if Ebenezer wasn't a Christian, right. if you weren't a Christian, I'm not talking like someone else is in the room. If yeah. you weren't a Christian, yeah, yeah. Um, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't, like yeah, technically we, we yeah, we'd be having a conversation we wouldn't be having this conversation we have nothing to talk about and so our faith mm. unifies us yeah. even in our diversity mm. um you know what i'm saying even in our cultural diversity our language diversity our city yeah. diversity even in you know our experiences you know you're from east africa i'm, I'm from west africa those are, those are two different yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. um Two still completely different. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know, some people, you know, I was going to say something, but I won't say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you already just did us dirty at the concert. I was not going to say what I was say. Um, but because of Jesus, yeah. right, because of Jesus and what he's done on the cross, and he's, he unifies our hearts together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He unifies our hearts. When Christianity is done well, yeah. this is what you get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what you get. Bro, that I just you just inspired a whole list of questions that, that weren't planned. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna go with the flow, let the spirit do what he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite passages of scriptures is in First John chapter one, and how John is encouraging the saints to be in community, and that's the way you fellowship with the Father. And I love yeah. how in in First John chapter one, the first three verses, he talks about how. He's, he's wanting to invite others to fellowship with him because of his fellowship with the father. And what mm. stood out to me about that is the, the, the basis of his invitation to make friends is not on commonalities. It's not on hobbies. Mm. It's on his fellowship with the father. And oftentimes in Christian yeah. culture, the way we build each uh, build with one another is like, oh, you like hip hop? I like hip hop. You like Ethiopian food? I like Ethiopian food. Let's be friends. But John is uninterested mm. in what your interests are. Because mm. of his faith, he wants to dive deep with his brothers and sisters and let that be kind of the, the driving forces. I kind of wanted to ask you, because we live in a very divided time right now. And yeah. what we see in America, you know, we are just looking for reasons to not be in fellowship with one another, whether it be our political mm. background, our cultural background, are we wearing masks? Are we not wearing masks? Are we getting vaccinated? We're not getting vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we're just picking at, you know, I get it if it happens in the world, but it's seeping into the church. And so what's kind of your thoughts on that? You know, uh, as believers, how should we respond to that? What does it look like to be unified? Mm. I would say that, first of all, it's, it's easier to not have unity than to have unity. Mm. Mm. It's easier. That's an easier thing to do. Yeah. Oh, you don't agree with you? Ah, cool, cool, cool. Keep it pushing, keep it moving. Like, that's it. That's so easy. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't have to deal with your nonsense. You don't have to deal with my nonsense. Yeah. We don't have to hash out hard, hard conversations. You sit in your corner. I sit in my corner. We're looking at each other. We're beefing. Yeah. Like, that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. The hard thing to do, the biblical thing to do, 
mm. is this like, yo, they will know that mm. you are my disciples by what? Like by the love that you have for one another, yeah. not by, you know, by your political alignment, not by your, uh, your, your alignment on music. Is it CCM? Are we doing hip hop? Are we allowing this in the church? Are we not allowing this in the church? Not by how you dress or how you don't dress, right? It's by the love that you have yeah. for one another. And what does that look like? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. look like we are going to agree with absolutely everything. Mm. What it does look like is even in our disagreement, yeah. we still love one another. Mm. Right. Even in our disagreement, yo, I don't agree, you know, not me personally, but I don't agree that you don't you 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 have to wear a mask. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but because yeah. you're my brother or yeah. you're my sister, yeah. I'm still gonna love you. Yeah. I mean, I'm still gonna love you. I'm still gonna like respect your opinion because what it is, what we're saying then is that yo, you're not allowed to have that opinion. You're not allowed to have that thought. And really, that's a, that's a worldly thing. Yeah. Like the idea of, no, 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 no. Only one person is right. Yeah, yeah. Only one person has the monopoly on truth. Mm. Um, and so we can't, you know, break bread with that person. I had, I had a conversation uh, with somebody one time. Um, and and I, I, think, I think sometimes people just don't think about it like that, right? They don't think that they're not loving one another and they're not living out the command of Jesus. Yeah. People are not thinking that, if I don't love my brother or sister, I'm actually showing the world that I don't know Jesus. No, no, one's, no one's thinking like that. Wow. No, no one's thinking that way. So yeah. in our lack of unity, that is what's happening. Mm -hmm. People know who the people, the people are those who are non-Christians, those who are not followers of the way, that you are my disciples, right? Currently then at that point in John and now in the 21st century, by the love that we have for one another, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're not, if we're not showing love to one another, then how are they going to know? Yeah. How are they going to know? Yeah. Like, because we can <laughs> preach, we can preach an amazing gospel, but if we turn around and then hate our brother or sister, yeah, they're going to look at you and go, now nah, you don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't That's believe it. You don't, you don't believe what you're preaching. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but I will say this though, that's difficult on both sides of the, of the of the uh, forum in conversation it's difficult if somebody's like super adamant um about i don't know mask wearing or vaccines and oh you're killing people you're you are adding to the millions of like yo what are you saying about me you know yeah. or like what do you mean don't you know that they're using child embryos like it's like what are you saying about me you know what i'm saying so yeah i think once you kind of like First of all, remove those things. Mm. And you say, what are we saying, really? Like, yeah. what are we really saying? Because you and I mean the same. You and I want the same thing, the same outcome we want. I'm not talking about guys who are just on the internet, just like making videos and monetizing them just so that they can, you know, do whatever it is. I'm talking about guys who genuinely want to have relationship with people, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but still, there's a level of disagreement. But then also... When we see in the Bible, we see like a, a Paul and a Barnabas say, like, hey man, yeah. you don't really agree. Let's just let's just keep it pushing. But yeah. at the end of the day, it was still, hey, bring Barnabas. Exactly. Bring him. Yeah. Let's do the homie. Yeah, we yeah. don't agree, but still bring him. Yeah. Can we do that? Can we do that? That's when they know that we love one another. Yeah. Even when we disagree and we say, no, nah, no, nah, bring him. Let's go have some Ethiopian food. <laughs> so you uh, not me yeah 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 exactly so like that's what it is like can we can we disagree yeah but still love on one another that's, that's so when cool. we start to go i believe it but i don't you know yeah.
that's, and that's when we need we need a holy spirit for that for sure oh yeah oh yeah um you know in in 2021 it's it's so easy to evangelize through lights and smoke and fog and let's bring out so to a concert and this is going to bring people to jesus or let's you know bring maverick city and that's what's going to bring jesus or let's or bring uh, people to christ or let's 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 put on this huge event and let's let's do this and this and that and that but jesus never did that you know jesus walked with people and Jesus engaged in tough conversation and Jesus loved even the most yeah. difficult of people to love. Yeah. And through that method, you see an explosion in the Christian faith or what have you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you just as an artist, um, as you see everything that's going on in our culture, there's a lot going on in Christian culture, which we <laughs> have to touch on here in this podcast. And there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in CHH. Um, as you as an artist, do you ever feel responsible for using your platform or your art to kind of address what's happening in our society? And, you know, as a Christian, we have this antidote, we have the gospel or what have you, but yeah. in your, talk to me about the way you, you know, what inspires you to write music? What inspires you to make music? What, who are you trying to reach? What are you, how, yeah. how are you wanting to use your art to leverage the gospel? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, um, good question. I think for me, it's really, like a lot of my music come from either my experiences, like so what's going on in my life yeah. or what other people are experiencing that mm -hmm. I know personally. Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I might chime in and talk about like some cultural issues. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, of course, if you want to like, but I also don't want to, I also don't want to, there, there's a fine line mm -hmm. between talking about cultural issues when it's popular because mm. like, everyone's doing it oh so you know you're just adding your own two cents in and then monetizing that yeah there's a fine line but like for me it's like i'm just i'm still trying to find out what that is yeah. like, of course you want to you know throw your hat in the ring give your two cents but you also don't want to feel like you're swindling mm. like, and monetizing a situation that has nothing like you should just Mm. Let the people who have been talking about it for years, mm. who are more experienced and know more about what's going on, speak on it in their music, in their art, in their poetry, in their plays, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, which isn't to say that if you're asked, don't speak about it. Right. Um, or if you feel prompted to, like, don't speak about it. Of course you should. But it doesn't mean that that should then become, like, it'd be really dumb if I, like, all of a sudden, like all my songs were about police brutality. <laughs> yeah. Like, like just it just really be like, okay, why is he doing that now? Like, yeah. which is fair. Someone should ask him, like, why is he doing that now? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. why is always oh, because it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a cool thing to do. Oh, oh, I get it. But when it wasn't cool, mm. Mm. you weren't saying it was still there. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. you why didn't you say it? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Which and that's that's not to say that anybody's doing that. I'm just saying that I'm just, you know, because I, you know, I thought people can misinterpret what's being said. Right. But I'm just saying for me, that's mm. how I, I try to navigate um how to talk about like current cultural events right. um and not talking about current cultural events. Right. Yeah. And so um so I would do that again, like what's happening in my life, what's happening in my immediate mm. situation that I'm seeing. Yeah. Right. So if I, if people are having crisis of faith, 
yeah. or people that are having issues of, you know, the identity of Jesus and how that's affecting them. Hey, there's a white Jesus for that. Yeah. People are having, you know, suicidal depressing thoughts and, you know, you're kind of sharing in that too. And other people are experiencing that and sharing that with you, you get a lows and highs or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, if people are now kind of getting older, yeah. And like you're trying to figure out business and yeah. money, kingdom, legacy, all of that in one. You're right about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. so that's 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 how I how I approach yeah. uh, my music. It's not, I'm not saying it's the only way to approach your music because there are a lot of people who you know are activists and political, uh, more political in their music. Um, and amen to that. We need that. Yeah. You know, we yeah. need we need those. You know, a lot a lot of the. The black songs that we love have come from those. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. People are just kind of frustrated, and they need to use their voice right. uh, to share and to speak to that frustration. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, man. So like, I'm, I, I have no issue with doing that. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how to do that, but not feel like I'm pandering. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not feel like I'm monetizing the situation of a man, a man or a woman's death. You know, it's, it's tough. It's for me, me, this is me. All the Washington speaking. It's just tough. It's tough to like, where's the line? Yeah, know? I feel that. Well, you just put out a project recently um, that was influenced by Afrobeats. Yes. What was going on in your life? What inspired that project? How did that project come to, to pass? Yeah. Good question. Um, so the new new album, new project is called Larry Guinea. I don't even call it album, but the new project is called yeah. Larry Guinea Crescent. Uh, Larry Guinea Crescent is the role that I grew up on when I was a child, right? So when I was born in Nigeria, I born there, lived there for nine years. Yeah, I lived in this road called Larry Guinea Crescent. My house is still there right now. We can mm. go there. Wow. We can go to the bed, the, not the bed, probably not, the, definitely hope not the bed. We can go <laughs> to the room that I slept in, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's kind of like I'm older now. I'm, I'm trying to be more in touch with my African roots. Because mm-hmm. um, even though I was born there and I lived there, like there's still like a level of like disconnect, especially after my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Stopped going there as frequently mm-hmm. um, as I used to. Uh, then I had a child, you know, and I had a child and, you know, child is born in America. For all intents and purposes. She has all American friends, you know. Her name is Nigerian, you know, Nigerian name. Um, <laughs> but I also I just wanna I just want I wanted her to A, like know where she came from, know her father's culture and her mom's culture too. Yeah. Um, and be able to like, you know, like align that with her path and where she's going. And so, you know, Larry Guinea Crescent is just kind of like my way to say, hey man, look, Shadow Rose, this is where daddy, this is where daddy lived. Yeah. Uh, this kind of music that he was listening to at some point. Um, so let's go. Let's let's start this adventure together. And then ultimately as well, like my grandmother passed away last year, December, um, from COVID. And so I, I was trying to like create music that also felt close to where she was from too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a whole it's a whole plethora of of reasons. No, I'm not Afrobeat artist now. Everyone's like, oh, is he now? Just no, I'm not. I just did it because I wanted to. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wanted to, and I could. Yeah, so I yeah. did. <laughs> I yeah. You can do it well. You can do it just. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. like, why not? You know, and you know, because I think for a long time I just felt like I had, a, I had a somebody was saying something like today or yesterday, and they were saying like, you know, now artists kind of feel free to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't that I wasn't, I didn't feel free to be myself. It's just that um, 
you just don't know how people are going to take it. Right. You know, you don't know how people are going to like accept it. And the time when I wanted to do it like two, three years, well, maybe more than actually like four years ago. Yeah. A, I wasn't ready. You know, Um, I don't think I wasn't ready like for that because I didn't understand the music well enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, to create it and do it justice the way I've done it now yeah. and then B I just don't think the world was ready either like you know what I'm saying like you know Black Panther was like really the 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 straw yeah. that broke the camel's back when yeah. it comes to like West a- African culture permeating into Western culture yeah. like that was the straw that broke the camel not that there was any things before that but that one was like, oh, we can accept this <laughs> kind of nonsense. Yeah. Um, and so obviously music, I think introducing people to culture, you know, I'm around a lot of like African-Americans who don't know where they've come. They don't know, like, mm. you know, if you ask them where you're from, they might tell you like Boston, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you ask us where we're from, we tell you, you know, take it back, back home, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so one of the other reasons why I wrote it was to like, just give them an introduction of like African music. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like for me personally, to them, my my peers, my yeah. folks. Yeah. Not yeah. that I'm fellow Kuti or anything, but me to them. Yeah. Um, because I think one of the ways you introduce people to culture is through food and music. Yeah. That's it. Food and music. And yeah. so when people come to our house and they're like, hey man, what night, what Nigerian food? Are we cook what, what's Nigerian? Are we cooking food? Yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't immediately start with language. Yeah. We start with food. And then through the food. We could talk about language and culture and so on and so forth. Like, yeah. you know, we did that just when we were at um in the, somewhere else we just we just came from. Yeah. Um, and they were asking us about British language, like, yo, what do you guys say differently than we say? But guess what? We did it over mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Food. Yeah. yeah. We were having food, and through that, oh, you say this, we say that, and then all of a sudden you're talking about culture and you're yeah. learning. And you're dialoguing. And so that's kind of like the long ask as to why I why I made it. And of course, of course, you make music, you want to glorify God. Of course. That goes without saying that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that because you know, you know oh, you just make a stuff. <laughs> we a Christian artist still. Like, yeah, yeah. What are you? You know, what are, you know, so well you I love how you brought in, you know, definitely I definitely feel like Black Panther was was i don't know that was the straw that broke the the camel's back and even for me growing up i was always ashamed of being ethiopian growing up i wanted to be african-american because i just didn't Mm. feel like there was a space for me to be african um Mm. or there wasn't a space for people to understand you know african you know you get called yeah 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 scratch you know you got your name like that um and i black panther it, there's just something about it that helped us take pride in who we were and where we yeah. came from. But I also want to ask on, you know, in, in the context of Christian culture, mm. for the longest, you know, I felt like I had to reject my heritage to be a Christian. Mm. A lot yeah, of yeah, times, yeah. like with gospel presentations, there's this, you know, you know, they're kind of asking you to assimilate or yeah. to give up your culture to buy into Christianity and on one end, I understand that there are going to be parts of my culture that I've got to reject um, because it's not consistent with the gospel. But God hasn't called me to reject all of my culture. No. That he's made ethnicity. He's made yeah. me and, and he made it beautiful. Have you ever felt like in our Christian space, because I know even some of the conversations we've had running in the Reformed circles, have you ever felt like you couldn't be authentically you to be accepted in the Christian world with your music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I wouldn't even, 
I wouldn't even say only like reform circles because I, I remember very vividly like in my mother's church you know mm -hmm. shout out to my mom I love you yeah. um you know African you know you know you, we, we know we know how that is yeah there's certain clothing that you can't wear like you know what I'm saying like that that are similar to you know like you can't wear a hat in church like what do you mean yeah take off your hat I'm like yo they, they, they wore the thing on their head like what are you talking about like what are you, talking? you know so like yeah. it's a, the assimilation is from everywhere yeah I mean not just uh, like a reformed uh, theological background. So the simulation is uh, from everywhere where, you know, where diversity is, because again, it's not like people are not saying mm. you must assimilate. No one's, you know, you hear that, you run away, you yeah. know, like you, we should run away anyway. Um, but what people are saying is, okay, remove your hat or you should be wearing a suit on a Sunday yeah. or talk like this or start using this kind of language, so on and so forth. So before you know it, everyone's looking like everybody else but the beautiful thing man beautiful thing I love about Christianity one one of the things we talk about all the time um you know why I mean somebody you from my church is like Christianity doesn't have like a wardrobe mm. intentionally mm. doesn't have a wardrobe yeah so Jimmy who wears a suit can be a Christian yeah um Samantha who yeah. wears a skirt and a, a nice blouse. She's a Christian. They walk down the street. You don't know that they don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know that they're Christians. You know, you have no idea. Yeah. But then they start to talk to one another. Mm. Start to have dialogue, start to have relationship and fellowship with one another. Then you start to realize, hold on, wait, these guys are followers of the way. Why am I saying this? I'm saying that there is no way in scripture that teaches that you must look a certain way, mm. that you must dress a certain way, that you must act a certain way outside of what the Bible commands us with the fruit of the spirit, so on and so forth, yeah. to be yeah. a follower of the way. So like, I love Christianity for that, that yeah. God allows for our diversity, mm. but unifies it and anchors it in mm. Jesus. Mm. He anchors yeah. it in Jesus. Yeah. Doesn't anchor it in how we look. Like even that idea and concept of like Christian culture, like just kill that. Let's just <laughs> let's even like remove that because what is that? Right. Christianity, Christianity looks different and it's ought to look different right. everywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm meant to go to the the depth of the village in Nigeria. They're not meant to be singing Hillsong. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not meant to be singing Maverick City. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Or if they are. Do it in your own way. Yeah, yeah. Like, do it in your own way. Yeah. Like, don't feel like you need to assimilate to a Western view. And, and I think a lot of it also is just because it's the West, we think everything revolves around us. Yeah. Right? We just think that oh, we're the best. It's the West. It's the best. So, of course, they're meant to look like us. But how impractical is it? Mm. For a man in 101 degree weather to be wearing a suit preaching, it's just impractical. It's, yeah. just, it's just not practical. Like yeah. he might faint and die. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, yo, we just let let guys be be themselves, worshiping Jesus, loving Christ. Um, and so we won't have this situation where some people, myself or like yourself, feel like, hey, I can't be mm. the fullness of me. Mm -hmm. um, in certain spaces because I might be shunned or I might be looked down upon and so on and so forth. And so I just think that um, if anybody does that, you know, um, there's, there's a level of pride that mm -hmm. needs to die mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if that if that is your viewpoint, where you feel like you have to assimilate to the way that we do things, if not, you are not in the kingdom. Yeah, you know, because another thing too, like it's like you may do things your way in your church, but it doesn't mean that that's how it's done in the kingdom. Right. Or it's, it's the not, way. It's yeah. not the way. It's not how. It's not the way it's done in the kingdom. Yeah. And when we get to heaven mm. and we see this diverse act, cast of people, and we start to realize that, hold on, wait. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. And not only is everyone different, everyone's still unified. Mm. That's the beautiful thing about Christianity. Like yeah. our differences actually make us who we are, so that when we come together, it looks weird. Yeah. And then the world is like. I want that. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason for them to be unified. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for them to love one another. The only reason why we love one another, our anchor point is Jesus. Yeah. So that's so, kind of what I would what I what I would say to that. For sure. Dropping gems, bro. So good. Like, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this. This is a conversation we definitely had off air. Um, but I it'd be fun to have it on here too. I know when you first uh entered into uh the spotlight with your music it was it was very heavy on gospel messages right it was Mm -hmm. very heavy on preaching christ and uh, i still think your music is jesus-centered christ-centered around you but it's not as uh jesus in your face as it once was was that intentional Did you feel like you had to do that when you first got in because of where the culture was at? What does that mean for you right now as an artist? Where are you headed? What direction are you going into? What does that What does that mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I. I don't. I don't feel like I ever felt that I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I went. I went. I was doing a bachelor's of arts in theology. Yeah, that's literally what I was doing for yeah. three years. Yeah. So I, I was wake up, I'll go to the library, I'll write essays, I'll read books. I wake up, I go to the library, I write essays, I read books. I debate people, yeah. I wake up, I go to the library, I write essays. I write. And so like what I was rapping about, like say for example, like my first for like five solos, that's literally what I was doing. Yeah. Like I was literally reading that. That's what I was reading. That's all we were doing at yeah. that time. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, sure, like you know, culturally that in Christian Christian hip hop uh, within within that uh, sub sub genre, like that was what was the the norm at that time. Yeah. And so, but if you if you kind of look back at like you know, so it begins and so it continues, you start to realize that hold on, wait, it's not just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in your faith. It's in your faith, sorry, it's Jesus, but also practical application. Yeah. Right. So how do I apply this theology that I now know? into my daily life how do i apply it with relationships for example right so when i was making all those relationship songs it was me trying to apply waiting on the lord in real time when you don't want to wait what do you do like yo like passion and period those type of songs came out of that right and so it was practical practical application with the theology that you knew so and also at that time you know now we, we the conversation we're having i remember talking about how like you know, now there isn't necessarily a need for, let me tell you that, that. no, there isn't a need for that. It's less, it's less um, of that because of the churches being planted, the podcasts that are available, you know, stuff like what you're doing, things of that nature, um, where a lot of people were creating those, I think people were making those, those type of, those type of like sermonic songs 
um, because there was a lack of that. Yeah. Right. So there was a lack of quote unquote sound teaching. Yeah. Um, and so people were, you know, making uh, making songs to kind of combat what mm. they felt was false teaching. Right. Or teaching that wasn't as sound as, as you know, that they thought it was. But now that there is, you know, a lot of solid churches in, in communities, podcasts, so on and so forth, um, people are making less of that. People are getting older as yeah. well right yeah. um, but i will say that there are people doing that too there are people still doing jesus in your face right. <laughs> they're still and this and there's nothing wrong with it right yes, there are people still doing that people still yeah. making that kind of music um but people i think are either just lazy mm. so they don't they just don't want to look for that yeah um or still expecting their their favorite christian rapper to make the same songs that he or she made 10 years ago, which isn't fair, man. I just don't think that's fair. Like, I, I, like I'm not sure you can, you can judge someone's faith by three minutes of a song. Mm. Like, mm. I just don't, I don't think so, man. I'm like, if you come and see my life, yeah, right? Come and see who I'm discipling. Yeah. Come and see how active I am in my church. Come and see, like, then you can judge whether I'm a Christian or not. Right. Don't judge it by a three minute song. Mm. But don't don't do that yeah. and even on the flip side of the other side don't judge it by a three minute song because i'm preaching jesus mm. don't assume don't, ass <laughs> don't assume that i'm super christian because i'm preaching super jesus don't yeah. let's not assume that yeah yeah so on both sides it's like don't don't assume nothing yeah. you should ask yo just call the part if, if you're really interested <laughs> call the pastor of the church make a make an appointment with the secretary these things are very easy to do. <laughs> very easy. But like, hey man, look, I heard so-and-so song. What are, what are they about? Are they yeah. still, oh yeah, yeah, Jim? Yeah, man. He still serves. He yeah. still worships the hair. He's yeah. still active. Yeah. To me, that's yeah. more important than a three minute song. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is of more value than a, than a three minute song. You know what I'm saying? So I think now I'm just, you know, again, I'm, I'm practical theology. Practical mm. theology, um, and even like I, I say that, but as I'm making my new project, um, like I, I have this one song where it's like it's like it's mad, like a few songs actually, are like super reminiscent of like the old. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, like what's coming out of my heart is that. Like I'm not trying to force Jesus in. I'm not trying to take him out yeah. by force either. Yeah. Um, so I have songs about you know. Um, about being a man and manhood and legacy. And then I have songs about crying out to Jesus, like, yo, like, it's already done. I'm already his. It's already won. I mean, that's literally the chorus. That, that's gospel. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I just, I just think that, you know, artists, look, you were, we're Christians before we're artists. Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're Christians before we're artists. We're Christians before we're anything else. We are, we are followers of the way. Yeah. And so let's just make sure that that is sorted. Yeah. Let's make sure that is good. Everything yeah. else, I'm not really bothered, man. You mentioned Jesus in your song. You don't mention Jesus in your song. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to be on Rapzilla. You do want to be on Rapzilla. You don't want to be called a Christian rapper. You do want to be called a Christian rapper. I'm not really bothered. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am bothered about a few things, but, you know, it's not, there might be a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, like you said, I think we need we need both. We need theology and we need practical yeah. theology. Yeah. I remember, I'll, you know, I'll tell myself growing up, it was heavy on Jesus, 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 theology, 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 theology. However, I didn't know 
you know, what it looked like to be a good friend. I knew yeah. I, I can break down a text for you, but what does it look like to be a faithful friend? What does it look like to take care of my body, eat right, go to the gym? What does it look like to get my money in order, right? To invest, yeah. to save, how to steward. And by the way, yeah, those things are also in the Bible. Yeah. Those things you just mentioned are also in the Bible. Yeah. And so if a, if an artist who happens to be a Christian, if an artist who's a Christian, says, hey, man, I want to write a song about money mm. and spending it wisely or yeah. leaving a legacy, but just does it in a way where it's like, it's practical. It's ecclesiastical in, in, in essence. Like it's, it's kind of Kohelet like. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's talking about my heart. <laughs> but it's, it's biblical. Yeah. Stay yeah. healthy. Eat yeah. good. That's yeah. Bible. Yeah. Be a good friend. Yeah. That's Bible. <laughs> I want to be a good father. I yeah. want to be a good husband. Yeah. That's Bible. Yeah. That's Bible. And so, yeah. like, I just, I just think maybe it's, maybe what it is also is, is, is how you come in. Mm. that is a that's an issue for people as well right so like we don't we don't have these conversations with like a toby or a whoever it is right because it's how they came in yeah. you know it's how they came in and so um you know how you come in is how people kind of fall in love with you and people want that they want that old reminiscent stuff and so it's kind of up to you to be like i'm either going to keep giving them that you know kind of the stuff that they that they like and you know you're kind of tired of or feel like you could do it in a different way yeah. or this is where i'm at right now yeah um yeah. musically sonically this is why i want to this is why i want to communicate sonically yeah um and so no you decide what you want to do man you for know, sure also awesome love to give you wisdom that's awesome bro that's awesome well let me let's switch gears a little bit here i uh you know i feel like this is my personal opinion that you're kind of you know, catching your second wave. And I feel like mm -hmm. you're like, it's almost I'm definitely like, catching my second wave. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things we talked about when you were here in Minnesota is just about the kind of year that you had last year and your wrestling mm. with the Lord. And so maybe encourage somebody that's right now, maybe wanting to start a podcast, wanting to be an artist, trying to get this law degree, trying to wh whatever it is that they're pursuing, trying to get married, but they just feel like they keep falling flat on their face. And they're like, man, God, yeah. I know you called me to this. I know you've asked me to do this, but I just don't see, I don't see this working out or I don't see this yielding the results I had hoped for. Uh, share mm -hmm. a little bit about your journey, your testimony, how you'd encourage someone who's in that season. Yeah. So for those who don't know, you know, I'm a rapper. Um, <laughs> And primarily one of the ways rappers make money is on the road, right? Doing shows, selling merch, so on and so forth. So yeah. with the pandemonium, the, the pandemonium that was the pandemic shut down everything. No, no shows, nothing. So that's a big chunk of your income. Just yes. yeah, into thin air, just poof, gone. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like last year in March, I think that's when the pandemic started. I feel like it's been a long time. Did it start last year? It might start last year. Yeah, um, yeah, 2020. Last, yeah, yeah. Last year in March, I had like maybe like I had a whole I had a tour book, I had a whole bunch of shows. Like within a week, mm. were like 50 grand just gone. Yeah, within a week, just bah, bah, disappeared. Um, and I had already been thinking about this thing I'm gonna talk about in a second, but it also just let me know, like, hey man, don't put your eggs in one basket, mm. like diversify your portfolio a little bit. Like, you know, don't just don't just focus on one thing, be diverse understand that you know again something that christians should be teaching one another like you know things yeah. that are in the bible you know yes. that we should be educating one another one but we know we just, 
We don't want to do that for some reason, whatever. It's not, it's, not like, it's not like Jesus didn't even talk about money. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird conversation. Um, Isn't like the most, yeah, I think that's the number one thing he talked about, if I'm not mistaken. It's weird. It's weird, man. It's not, anyway. So fast forward, you know, I'm kind of looking at my wife, looking at my kid, like, man, what's going to happen? You know, I'm going to do it. It was thankfully we had savings, this, that, and third. Um, but I knew like, yo, I needed to, you know, make this thing run. Um, so I, I prayed, you know, it's one thing I prayed on this floor that's right here in this room. I prayed. I didn't even think my wife knew until like after the fact when things start to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I prayed and I cried out to God. You know, I cried out to him. I was like, hey, man, you did not bring me here to suffer, bro. <laughs> I said, like, in short, like, you did not bring me here to suffer. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Um, so I just asked her, hey, man, Lord, please, like, you know, show your way. Let your will be done. And like, I trust you in this situation. I trust that you're going to do you're going to do something. What I was praying for specifically, because I've, I've also learned that. You got to be specific with your prayers, man. You got to be very specific yeah, with your prayers. Be specific. What you want, bro. Be yeah. specific. Don't be super broad. Be specific. Yeah. <laughs> Solomon was very specific. Mm. Give me wisdom. Mm. Very specific. Mm. And then you say, you know, I, I would love to be. No, no, no. Very specific. Mm. I was like, Lord, you know, I want to kill this sink, sink license in. Uh, with my music and you know with other things sync licensing i want to really do well in that space so i prayed i remember reading a book um said pray as though everything depends on prayer Mm. and work as though everything depends on work okay you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying so that's what i did i prayed as though everything depended on prayer but i got up from the floor and i worked as though everything depended on work Mm. um started creating a lot of songs a lot of music start hitting companies up that, you know, kind of, you know, you, you can Google what sync licensing is. Um, start, you know, hitting them up and doors to start opening, you know, at the end of the year too. Like, so it wasn't like mm. at that time immediately, I boom, you know, <laughs> <the> end, <Yeah. laughs> December, you know, yeah. things started hitting up um, to the point where, you know, NBA, TNT, a whole bunch of things. I don't, I don't want to list, list names and stuff, but yeah. Um, I would I would encourage the person who's kind of looking at this like, hey man, I want to do something, but it's not fall out. You pray. That's the first thing you need to do, man. Pray. Yeah. Pray. Cry out to God, man. Like everything depends on it, you know. Because yeah. I really believe that God hears my prayers. Mm. Yeah. You know, even when I don't think He does. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. when I don't think He listens, He's hearing. He hears my prayers. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and you know, and how do I know He hears my prayers? Because He's been answering them. Mm. Mm. So when I'm discouraged that my prayers are not answered, guess what I need to do? I need to remind myself mm. of the times that he's answered my prayers, yeah. which would then encourage me to know that, okay, he's going to answer me. When it's time, mm. when it's time, I'm not, I'm not going to be discouraged and be like, you know, he ain't, all right, Lord, it's been about two months. What's going, <laughs> you know, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but when it's time, he'll answer them. Yeah. Um, and so I would encourage that person and pray, pray as though everything depends on prayer and then work as though everything depends on work. Yeah. Um, work work and that might mean bringing people on board like i don't i don't know how i feel about this but i i also don't know how i don't feel about it. you know what i'm saying like i'm kind of in this like destiny pe- people who like help you to fulfill your destiny in yeah. life i'm not sure how i feel about that yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure um but i will say that the people that i've met have helped me Mm. that God has god has strategically brought into my life yeah. to allow me to further what i'm doing in music like if i didn't meet certain people i wouldn't be having some of the opportunities that i'm having now and it wasn't that i was rushing to go and find these people right right. god brought them into my life and i was i had to have the foresight Mm. to know that hey it's god 
he's the one doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So any, anything, anything that's happening now is like all, all by the by the power and the grace of God. So um, yeah, I would encourage that person, man. Pray, praise for everything depends on prayer. And you know, but you have to be sure also that this is what He's called you to do. Right, right. You have to know that, man. You know, sure enough, not yeah. fully sure, but sure enough. Yeah. This is where, because you know, sometimes we put we put so much emphasis on certainty mm. that you know there there are seasons where we're uncertain. Yeah, we still have to do. <laughs> so good. Yeah, we still, we still have to move. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. life is not stopping because you're outside. <laughs> yeah, life isn't stopping, bro. <laughs> you still got to go pay these bills. So yeah. what you what you gonna do? Yeah. So you have to be sure enough, and yeah. I was sure enough. Mm. I'm sure I was sure enough. Yeah. So I left everything that I had yeah. in the UK to come to America. Wow. My wife was sure enough. Yeah. That's why she left everything that she had to move to America with me. Yeah. Like, sure enough to know that, boom, we're going to do that. I'm sure enough now that what I'm, the, the foundations that I'm laying now, the seeds that I'm laying now, God is going to do what he's going to do with it. You know what I'm saying? So, and then not only is he going to do what he's going to do with it, because he gives us more, mm. not for us to hoard within ourselves. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not for us to just be like, yo, look at how much I got. Look at all the... Look at all the sinks that I've got. Like now it's like, yo, like, oh bro, you wanted this? Come. Mm. We can do it together. You wanted this? Come. This, let's do this. Let's give. Let's let's help people. Let's let's help other artists to understand this space because you know, artists, we don't have a 401k and a retirement plan and so on and so forth. But we need to start thinking about such things. Yeah, yeah. You know, we start yeah. thinking about such things, my artist friends, yeah. um, and investments and, and things like that. And sometimes Christian music, mm. Christians, let me stop, Christians yeah. don't give you room to think about that. Mm. Yeah. You know, me and my wife, me and my wife were talking about our beloved, beloved brother, John Piper. We love you, John. Brother, Pastor John, we love you. Yeah. Um, and we remember the Don't Waste Your Life sermon. Yeah, you talked about the two sisters who were giving their life away in the con in the, the 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 countries in Africa. You know, being missionaries, killing it. Amen. Yeah. Round of applause. Yeah. Then there were these Christians who were just retired on a yacht, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing golf. Yeah. But John, pastor, there's nothing wrong with playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with having a savings account yeah and making sure that your children are good yeah. and you're good yeah. and their children after them are good so on and so forth and so we need to stop this yeah. like yo because you're a mission you're killing it over there but the guy who's guy or gal who's thinking about retirement and thinking about how they can leave a lasting legacy and how they can leave a lasting legacy for the sake of the gospel Right. right? Yeah. It's for the sake of the gospel. That's, that's it, really. I want my child to eat so she ain't got to worry about eating yeah. so that she can fix her eyes and gaze on Jesus. Because guess what? If you're thinking about eating, you're thinking about eating. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm both and. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to I want to give my life for the sake of the gospel, for sure. But one of the ways I do that is also like, how can I be wise with my time and my money and my resources? Yeah. How can I do that? So artists to start thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I bring I bring up Pastor Pastor John is because like sometimes it's just that 
Mm-hmm. You got to be one or the other. I'm not saying go and just waste your life and just be playing golf yeah. 24-7. But I'm saying be wise about thinking about your retirement and yeah. what you're going to be doing when this stops yeah. or slows down, when a pandemic happens that you didn't know about, you know, and things like that. And so, yeah. um, you know, get around. Like I had a, had, a, had a conversation with someone and they were asking me, oh, so what you been on about? I said, bro, I'm in my Bible. Mm. <laughs> but I'm in my bag. Mm, that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> I am in my Bible. Yeah. But I'm in my bag also. I love I'm that. Trying to make sure, yeah, I'm trying to make sure that is a bar already, though. You know what I'm saying? It's already, it's already, <laughs> in, the, it's already in the song. Um, I'm trying to make sure that my wife is good. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure if something happens to me today, yeah, you know, I'm trying to make sure she's good. I'm trying to make sure my kid is good. I'm trying to make sure that. My sisters, my cousins, my mom, like everyone, they're good. I'm trying to add to their goodness. Right. You know, like, like as a man, yeah. as a Nigerian man, there's certain things I want to achieve yeah. for the sake of, you know, my mom. Not so like someone could pat me on the back. It's like Jesus can be like, yo, man, look, I gave you these resources. Yes. This is what you did. Yeah. And now your mother is free to do other things for the sake of the kingdom, my brother. Yeah. Like, what are we doing, man? We live in the West and we want to argue about masks and vaccines. <laughs> we have resources. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. what are we doing? We, we're, we're not taking, we're not making use of the time because the days are evil. Ephesians, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Make most use of the time because the days are evil. Yeah. No one has to tell you that you live in evil days. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, yeah. But the question is, are we making most use of that time? Yeah, yeah. We're not. Yeah, you know what I'm so, so good, that's what bro. that's what I would say. Listen, bro, you said so many things that I want to. I wish I had time <laughs> to unpack, but I really feel you on that whole "don't waste your life." You know, I uh, I remember being impacted by that message and that book as well. And you know, I had to learn context matters. You got to contextualize yeah. some messages, you know. And I had to. There was a reckoning that I that I faced at some point where I'm like, "Yo, I am not." the audience that he was he was speaking to i am a second generation ethiopian man who for if i if i yeah for the most part i know i'll probably be my parents retirement plan (laughs) you know what i'm saying like uh if if me and my brothers and sister don't make it my parents don't eat you know what i'm saying and so yeah I, i had to wrestle with that too I, I wish we had time to really yeah 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 I know, that, I know. but there's so I know, much i know it's so sorry 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 no you're good you're good but you're nuggets and just going this is this is what we're doing in minneapolis the whole time you know, what I'm saying? know yeah it's true um but i wanted to talk to you about the um just like the the people that the lord brought in your life yeah helped you and positioned you and the reason why I want to hone in on this is I actually tweeted today, just today, you know, purpose over clout. Mm. And in our generation right now, you know, we are just itching to be known, itching to be yeah. in certain circles, itching to be, uh, for, for whatever reason, like in relationship with or networking with so mm-hmm. and so. And, you know, a lot of the times, too, people think that, oh, if I just get this person to co-sign, mm. I just get this person not knowing, I used to be one of those guys, but you, you know, you start doing a podcast episode with someone, or you have a song with someone, or you, and you think like, that's going to blow you up. And it doesn't all the time. You know what I'm saying? You've got to, or it blows you up in the wrong reason for the wrong reason. And then that was it. That was your biggest record or that was your biggest episode or what have you. 
And so can you speak to that a little bit? Because I, I do feel like, you know, in our generation, we do struggle to keep our head down, you know, boots on the ground and just work hard, you know, pray hard yeah. and work hard. And, you know, God does bring people in our life to amplify what he's doing in our life. But sometimes I feel like we we look to people like they're gods, like people can change mm. our career. People yeah. can make us when they can't, only God can, you know, God opens, yeah. man doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you speak to that, that, that tension between acknowledging that God uses people to help us, but people can't save us or make us. Yeah. 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 Or make, you know, make, make you uh, whatever it is that you want to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think sometimes what we do is because the, I think the difficulty is, is realizing and noticing that, you know, it's God doing this, yeah. not this person. Yeah. Right? Because what you see in front of you is this person. Yeah. Right. So you're assuming that, oh, I be, if I align myself, like, I, you know, and I, I, I too was part of the, actually, let me not say that. Let me not say what I was going to say. I was going to say something. I'm not going to say anything. Um, I have to think. Oh, you know, I think the culture. <laughs> so, 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 think, think, think through what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but I've I fallen I fall in into that. Mm -hmm. If I do a feature with this person, then all of a sudden my career is going to change. Um, to a certain extent, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But then, yeah. nah, man, just trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Don't be thirsty. Mm. Don't be thirsty for like that person's acknowledgement. Don't be thirsty for obviously. Don't be obviously. You want your work to be recognized. Nobody, nobody's doing work and they don't want it to be recognized. Everybody wants their work to be recognized. Yeah. You want your podcast to be watched. I want my music to be listened to. Yeah. I make it not just for me, but I want people to hear it. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, at the same time, I just have to know that yo, know, God is the one who's gonna water it. Mm. God's the one who's gonna make it grow. Yeah. If He sees fit, yeah. and maybe making it grow might not mean being the biggest Christian rapper in the world. Right, right. It might not mean that. But are you okay with that? Yeah. yeah. Right? Are you okay with that? What are your goals? I, I would even like it's, it's, if I was having a conversation with someone today. I'm like, yo, what? every time I do that all the time, I'm like, what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. That's where I start. What are you trying to accomplish? Then we hit me with that. Then we work backwards. Yeah. You know, someone tell me, you know, I want to do this, this, and this. Okay, cool. How can we get there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not you. I want to do a song with you. I say, bro, just keep your money. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, legit. Because it's like, it doesn't make sense for you to do a song with me because you think it's going to help you. Yeah. It might. It might not. Yeah. Or I would just have a conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. Try to figure out what you want to do. Then I could be like, okay, cool. Do this, do this, do this. Or don't do this, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I think we just have to kind of realize, you know, and, and hold hold our goals and our aspirations with an open arm, with an open hand, sorry. And be like, you know, God, whatever you want to do with it. You know, if you're going to bring these people into my life, um, amen. I'm not going to look at them and be like, yo, they're gods. Like yeah. essentially what they're doing is they're, they're, they're recognizing what you put in me. Mm, you're the one. Good. You're the one who put it in me. They're yeah. recognizing that. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's help him. And because you're you're aligning yourself with Bible believing Christians, yeah. they're reminding you also. Get your eyes off me. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Right. They're reminding you all the time. Like, yo, man, look. Even if you even if you fall asleep, like, oh man, thank you so much for yeah. doing it because of you. They they should go. No, 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 bro. Yeah. And not in like this false humility kind of vibe, but yeah. like in a real sense of like, nah, trust me, thank the Lord for bringing us together. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Thank the Lord for, for aligning our paths and yeah. putting us uh, where we need to be. You know what I'm saying? Because in as much as this, 
Mm. One of the things I've learned, as much as we think that we need them, guess what? They also need us. Mm. Yeah. If it's a genuine relationship. Right. If it's a genuine relationship, the two will go well together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And God and God will show fruit with that. So I, I want to, you know, give a big shout out to, you know, the people like Good City Music, you know, shout out to Risha as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like for opening and allowing certain things to happen and conversations and things like that and nature and teaching me like to a certain extent, like Kanata's taught me how to make sync music. Mm. Like I'm always, I can always write, but there's, a, there's an art form. Mm. And he showed me the road, like he showed me how to do it. Like yeah. one time, don't get too guessed, bro. <laughs> yeah, show me one time. And then like, boom, you know, now I got it. You know, able to land a, like, a few of these. Like, so like, of course, I'm always grateful to that. Like, I'm grateful to people like Josh, Joshua Wan, who, mm. who when I was a kid, like I was young, he, he signed me to lamp mode. And, you know, even when I didn't, I didn't um, have any, like I, I needed a visa to stay in America. He petitioned for me to be in America. That's, that's God bringing people into your life that I didn't, I didn't know when I was a kid taking a picture with Josh that years later, he's going to be the person that petitions for me to live in America. I didn't know that. I didn't know that when I was doing a six hour drive from Philadelphia to Boston to go and meet Michael McPherson. Yeah. Um, and I hated that drive. <laughs> and I hated the show. Yeah. Who knew that years later, he would be those thing, another person that petitions for me to stay in America. Who knew that? Mm. Who knew that? Yeah. Who knew that? You know what I'm saying? So like, you don't know, well, these people that God is bringing into your life, you just don't know where they're gonna be at. You don't know, especially if like they're not, they're not people like these are people that are trying to use you and be. These are just good Christians, yeah. living out what we've been talking about in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I never want to look at these people. Of course, you want to be grateful to them, yeah. um, but you also want to know, like, yo, God brought them. It's yeah. God, God, God yeah. brought them. God is the one that's doing that. And so, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, I love that man. So many gems there. Listen, we could we could do this for another hour, but yeah, yeah, we, won't, yeah. we won't do that to you. We won't do we won't do that. <laughs> so I just kind of last question here. Um, what's next for SO? What can people expect from you? Um yeah. like, how can we be anticipating you? Man, 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 man. So I am I'm currently working on a new project. Actually, I have I probably have like a few songs coming out before the end of the year at yeah. uh, the start of next year yeah i'm just you know releasing music i have a new project coming out i don't have a title for it yet it's almost we're close we're almost finishing it so okay. yeah i'm just working on that you know what i'm saying like all the songs are kind of done-ish ideas in my head so on and so forth so you're gonna get more music man hopefully once things start open up a bit more more concerts yeah. um and things of that nature so yeah man just expect what you're singing now times a mm. hundred mm. times a hundred. You heard 100. it here, y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you heard it first. The, out, the, the output, the output is gonna be crazy. Yeah. No, I have songs already for like next year, so I'm not even like <laughs> not even worried about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited, bro. I can't wait uh, yes, for more music from you. Um, I think you're one of the best. Um, appreciate it man thank you do it you know what i'm saying so thank you, thank thank you. you so much for gracing shaping the culture podcast again people don't know you were on here once before i was i was i was man it was I last was. year yeah. go, watch, go, go listen to that go listen to that that was a fire conversation too yeah <laughs>
Um, but man, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it's always dope uh, just building with you and growing. And I learn a lot from you and I get inspired by listening to you and your story and what God is doing. And so I hope those that were listening in today felt the same thing. So yeah. thank you for lending your time and wisdom. Shaping the thank culture. You Lord, man. All right, man. God bless you guys, man. God bless you. Until next time, family, peace right. and grace.